How's it going guys? Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host Carlton Dennis and today we're going over tax write-offs for YouTubers. I'm so excited to go over this video. Part of the reason why is I started my YouTube channel a little over a year ago. Right when the pandemic was taking off, I was like, I need to get on YouTube and give more people content. Not to mention, it's just a great means for giving out more education. So we're going to go over why YouTube is actually viewed as a business and how you can take tax write-offs if you're talking in front of a camera. Let's get started. in a Super Bowl halftime. Well, guys, times have changed. Most entrepreneurs, they're not sitting in front of the TV anymore. Most individuals aren't even sitting in front of the TV anymore. Most people are sitting in front of their computers now. You've been where? Where who? And YouTube has become a powerful vehicle for a lot of business owners to connect with viewers who are in front of the computer. And part of the reason why is because most people are looking to learn ways in which they can build income, learn new skills, such as how to cook, or even how to pick up a violin and learn how to play a song. But it's easy when you're getting free information broken down to you step-by-step step on a video, as opposed to picking up a book or tuning into a TV show. So YouTube is becoming a powerful tool for a lot of people to connect and learn. For real. Now, did you know that YouTube is also a business for people? Really? When you decide to get behind a camera, talk directly at someone and, and give them a skill or educate them on why they may need to watch this movie, you are now a business owner. And if you're earning income from YouTube in the form of checks, if you're earning income from companies that want you to provide ads for them, you are now a business owner earning income. And like many business owners, you are able to take business deductions. The most obvious business deduction that you can probably think of as a YouTuber is the camera and you talking to the microphone. However, you are able to take quite a wider range of business deductions. In this video, we're gonna go over that how YouTube can help you maximize your deductions and turn you into a business owner. We're gonna do it step by step. Let's get started. All right, so step number one to taking write-offs for a YouTuber is just understanding what is ordinary and necessary to your business in the pursuit of income. When I make that statement, I'm actually quoting a tax law. It's code section 162A. And code section 162A is probably the most important tax code for business owners. It's like the instruction guide on how you're actually supposed to take a deduction. And part of the reason why it's viewed as one of the most important tax codes is because many business owners are always looking for a list for items that they can just deduct on their tax return. It would be so easy if you could just pull over the IRS website and know exactly what you're able to write off based on your profession or what you decided to do. But that's just not how the IRS works. They give us all these different tax codes and it's up to us to figure it out. And code section 162A is the key in order for us to take our deductions that we would like to take. So let's learn it. So code section 162A is broken down into three parts. It states that anything that is ordinary to your business can be taken as a business deduction. Anything that's necessary to your business can be taken as a business deduction. 
and anything that's reasonable to your business can be taken as a business deduction in the pursuit of income. So we have to define what is ordinary for our business, what is necessary for us to purchase for our business, and what would be deemed reasonable based on our business as a purchase and business deduction. And when you guys are trying to create a YouTube channel, your YouTube channel can be anything you want it to be. I remember jumping on YouTube and one of the most popular videos on YouTube was a video of cats just screaming and talking. But you look at all the views and you look at all the ads that come up on those videos and the creators who decided to put together these cat videos are making money by putting together these cat videos because of the ads. So even though their business is around creating videos of cats with yarn, they're able to deduct their expenses that are ordinary for their business, necessary for their business, and that are reasonable also for their business in the pursuit of income. Now, we work with a lot of clients that have extravagant lifestyles and some clients that are just saving and trying to get by. Each person is different. And depending on how you are as the business owner will really shape how you go about running your business and will also shape how you spend your money inside of your business. We currently have some YouTubers who are purchasing items such as watches, but then they're utilizing their YouTube channel to do watch reviews. Does that mean that the watches that they're purchasing, that they're purchasing only because they want the watches themselves? Or are they actually purchasing the watch to be able to coach and educate other people? While you asking all these questions, making statements, uh, Well, when they purchase the watch, how they determine the nature of sharing that information about the watch is what makes the watch a deduction for their business. They try to define this watch as an ordinary expense for their business by talking about how you can purchase a watch and the gadgets and gears that are inside it. They make it a necessary expense because if they're talking about watches in multiple videos and they have a YouTube channel about watches, they're gonna need to have watches to be able to show you on the videos before you decide to make a decision to purchase it. And it would be considered reasonable for someone who's creating videos on YouTube about watches to purchase watches. So when you're thinking about, well, Carlton, would it be a, a write-off for my business if I were to take this deduction? Would I trip the IRS? You have to come back to code section 162A. Is it ordinary to you in your business? Is it necessary to you and can you justify the reasonableness of your business purchasing it in the pursuit of income? Number two, set up your business like a real business. There are so many clients who try to take deductions and then all their deductions get disallowed because they're treated like a hobby because they were never running their business like a real business. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? When you're running your business like a real business, typically you're doing research, right? figure out how you can go about being the best at your business. Maybe you wanna establish a website. Maybe you have a business coach and maybe you've even taken it as far as to put together a business plan on a Word document or an Excel sheet. But these items that you're doing, these steps that you take, shows the IRS that you're truly trying to conduct your business like a real business. So even if you're not profitable yet, even if you just have expenses and you have not made a dollar, you 
can take your business expenses even though you are not profitable yet. Yes, there are some limitations. The government says that if you're starting a business, you can only take $5,000 in startup costs and organizational costs and anything that's in excess of that has to be depreciated over the course of 180 months, but it does not mean you can't take your deductions. So we want to make sure that we're tracking everything, which leads me into step number three. We gotta track our expenses. Now that we are running our business like a real business, we want to track our expenses. And the main reason why we wanna track our expenses is not because we want to become the world's best bookkeeper, is we wanna protect ourselves in the event of an IRS audit. There are certain things that the government looks for when they're auditing business owners. Whether you're a YouTuber, whether you're a real estate agent, or you're a wholesaler, it doesn't matter. The IRS is looking for particular things. And the most particular things they're looking for is how you categorize your expenses and the proof of your expenses. How you categorize your expenses is up to you, the business owner. Maybe something that might be marketing for the YouTuber who has a YouTube channel may not be marketing for the real estate agent who's a real estate flipper or real estate wholesaler, right? So we wanna make sure that you're categorizing your expenses according to your business. Okay. And outside of categorizing your expenses according to your business, you wanna make sure that you are keeping a track of those expenses as well. Having QuickBooks is great because it takes all of your bank account transactions and it populates it to a program that you can start categorizing everything. However, you still need to have a copy of the receipt from purchases that you're making. So if I'm a YouTuber and I purchased a camera from Best Buy, if I purchase ring lights and I purchase Yeti microphones, I need the copies of those receipts because the government may choose to audit me one day and they may say that my QuickBooks account is not enough and they want to see the receipt to make sure that everything I spent at Best Buy was for Carlton's YouTube business and not for Carlton's just home office entertainment system so he can watch Game of Thrones season eight, right? So it's so important that we are also documenting our expenses the right way. Step number four, understand that all business expenses must have a business purpose. There's so many of my taxpayers that are getting started in business and realize that they are at an ability to take additional deductions. But what you have to realize is just because you're a business owner doesn't mean that everything all of a sudden becomes a write-off. You would need to make sure that the business items you have have a business purpose. Even if it's an existing fax machine or a copier machine, you need to make sure that your fax machine or your copier machine that you're putting into business has a business purpose. Let's just say you decided to go on a vacation, but instead of going on a vacation, you're setting up business. You need to make sure that your trip has a business purpose. When you tell your CPA, Carlton, I'm going on vacation, but I want to write it off for business, you just told me something, that you're going on a vacation, but you're trying to write it off for business. That's not setting something up the correct way. If you're a business owner, your business trips must have a business purpose. Then if you happen to be on the business trip and, and decide to take a little time to yourself to jump in the pool and the water and have a margarita and vacation, that is fine. But you need to make sure your business trips and how you communicate is business. And number five, take time to write off your toys. It is so fun being a business owner because now you're in an ability where you can lease your cars to your corporation. You can write off 100% of your car payments if your business owns your vehicle. And if you do need a new car, you can take a 179 vehicle deduction, purchase a vehicle that's over 6,000 pounds and write it off all in one year. 
So you want to make sure you're taking your deductions for your toys. But most importantly, is you want to make sure that you have a tax strategist that's showing you these different strategies. Because it's one thing to watch a video, hear something, and know that it's something you can do, but then not knowing exactly how to go about doing it, or what's the best strategy for your particular business. Each person has a different business, which means each person is going to have different ordinary and necessary expenses. What this also means is that each person should have their own tax strategy. My name is Carlton Dennis, and if you enjoyed this video today, I'd love for you to like, comment, subscribe. It'll help out the YouTube algorithm so I can continue to create amazing content like this for you and other people who wish to view it. And I look forward to seeing you on the next video.